Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for you, a friend, or a loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer requests. And while you're there, please join our team of prayer warriors. Your angels say that prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt here on earth. Feel your angels' love right here, right now, as they surround you, and be on the lookout for positive, loving messages that are meant specifically for you in today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we have on a very special guest sharing her angel stories. Please join me in welcoming Carly to the show. Thank you so much for being here, Carly. Hi. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So I have a Christmas angel story, which is extra um, fun and meaningful. So I have been awakening since about 2017 through various wonderful teachers, um, including you. And I've been very um, close to angels lately. Um, and so I've been very connected. Um, and and on Christmas Eve, um, about four o'clock, so I'm, I've got my, I wrote it down so I'd remember it, <clears throat> to paint the picture. But so I, oh God, it was four o'clock. I'm at my parents' house. Um, their new house. So they just moved after a lot of years in the fort. My parents' um, house used to be because all my friends would be there. Um, but we're in a new house on Christmas for the first time. And they have less bedrooms. And so I had to buy air mattresses for my kids because my brother and his fiance were in the town. They've got two dogs. We've got two dogs. Our dogs don't get along with other dogs. So, you know, we're all dealing with all this chaos. We've like put them in different places. I'm now blowing up air mattresses for my kids in my mom's office. And I'm listening to <laughs> listening to Sarah Bareilles, who is like, I just adore her. And I'm trying to calm down. I'm trying to like meditate through it because of the holiday stress. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm making this. My mom comes in. She's like, well, let me help you. And I'm like, mom, I just need to like, I don't, I I need to just be by myself right now. Thank you so much. I love you. I, I've got this. This is good for me right now. I need to be you know, away from people. And so I'm, I'm doing, I'm in the room and I finish with my stuff and I feel kind of bad for snapping at her. And I go into her bedroom, which is across the, the way from the room that I was in. And she's just sitting, lying on the bed, lights off, staring at the ceiling. And I was like, mom, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, um, you know, I just, I'm missing grandma. And, you know, my mom, she loves her mom. Uh, but my grandma was in a time where men were important and women were not. My mom is a, a mom is a medical, was a medical malpractice defense attorney, um, with a master's in nursing and a law degree, very smart woman, did it all herself was not appreciated, I think, as much as she would like to have been for that. They, they don't have a, a, a simple relationship, but or she was sitting there saying, you know, I just was looking at the recipe cards that my mom wrote um, for Yorkshire pudding, which is a, a, an English dish. And she's like, and I just, it just occurred to me that I'm no longer in charge. You know, like I'm not, this isn't, 
my show anymore and I'm missing my mom. And I was just like, oh, you know, like, well, she's here, mom. Like you can always, you know, talk to her. And I remember laying on the bed with my mom and holding her hand. And I had just, I've kind of talked to my mom about spirituality. Um, We're Episcopalian. So we're very, very open. And she led a youth group called All You Need Is Love that toured different religions. So very, very, um, you know, open in that way. But she, you know, has always been a little bit skeptical. So we're lying there on the bed. And I said, I, I, I also miss her. And she, yes, yeah, so she said, I was looking at her handwriting for the Yorkshires and it just made me miss her. So my memory of my grandma, and it's one of my signs in my sign library is um, she, when she lost my grandpa, she was de- devastated. And she always used to go into the doctor's office and apparently <laughs> took the candy bowl of these like jelly oranges. You know what I'm talking about? Those orange slices. And would like dump them into her purse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was like, like my aunt was like, I remember her being like, well, I just had to like buy her these, these orange slices because she, you know, would dump them from the doctor's office. It was embarrassing, you know? So she, she had to like get these bags of jelly oranges. And so, you know, that's what I picture with my grandma, wintergreen Tic Tacs, jelly oranges, you know, pocketbooks, <laughs> like that's what I picture. And so I'm telling my mom about that story. Um, okay. So then I, I'm like, you know, she's still here, mom. Like you can always talk to her. And I, I, you know, feel grandma all the time. And she's like, she's like, yeah, you know, so we're lying there. It was a really wonderful moment. So the next morning, Christmas morning, right. Okay. So I was sitting in front of my dad. We all opened our stockings and I had just talked to her about how, how many signs I received. My angels are so fantastic in, in the signs that they sent me. So I'm, opening my stocking, my dad's sitting behind me, my mom is sitting right next to me. And I look at this stuffed reindeer my parents have, Luna. And it's like life size. And I look and Luna's got an angel ornament over her ear. And I'm like, mom, look, I'm telling you, I see angels everywhere. And she's like, yeah, okay. And my dad goes, and at the same time, my dad is opening his stocking goes, oh boy, orange slices. And like, there's my dad with this pack of jelly orange slices. I'm looking at my mom like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm like, mom, that is, that's grandma. You know, I'm, I'm dad sitting there, you know, and he's like, what? Like, you know, he's, he's just opening his stocking of candy happens to open the orange slices at that moment behind me. So I couldn't have known I'm pointing at the angel and that's in front of me as if that's not enough, you know, we, um, we continue to open presents and my sister-in-law say, uh, my brother's fiance gives my mom this gift and they're very, we know it's going to be special. I don't know what it is, but she's watching her open this and she's, you know, it's like an Etsy gift or whatever. So she's opening and doesn't know what it is. And she got her tea towels with her mom's recipes on them. No way. Yeah. Wow. And so there's, you know, I'm joking with her. She's laughing and I'm sure she just like moved it, but then like, like moved it out of her mind, but then validation, like, pow, pow, you know what I mean? Right. Just here are these, the Yorkshire pudding recipe is on in my grandmother's handwriting. It's like a picture of the handwriting on the tea towels. And your mom was just talking about this on the bed. Yes. The night before. 
Yeah. That's like, it, this is what we were, and, and this, this was all within the span of 30 minutes. So like, I'm, I'm saying, I told you mom, I'm seeing my angels. And she's like, yeah, okay. The kids put that there. Then I've got orange slices dad behind me, which I just told my mom was exactly what I thought of when I thought of grandma. And then like, she's opening this gift and there are her mom's hand, her mom's handwriting on the two towels. So isn't it so interesting, though, that your mom knows this stuff, right? Like she knows openness. She taught it. She knows love. She taught it. And and yet for each of us, for me, for you, for every single healer, our egoic minds can get in the way and say, but am I making this up? Is this just me? I, I think that that's the that's the work that I'm realizing as I'm moving through my journey is it's really wonderful to share validation with people. And that's why these podcasts exist because you, we all need it. I need it. Think profound things happen. And I think all the time, you know, and that's the egoic mind being coming in and saying, no, no, no. But I feel like the work is in knowing and feeling that joy and knowing it doesn't matter who else feels it, who else sees the sign, who else like it is a, a language between me and God. And it is beautiful and profound and it honestly can't be articulated. But at the same time, because it can't be articulated, it sometimes can seem like it's not real. I'm a communications major, you know, and so, and I also am an actor, so I've got an an ego and an ego. Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) How did you say that? An ego and a what? And an ego. Like I got like an ego, like, like, (laughs) (laughs) um uh, so i i need people to validate the hell out of me you know what i mean so i but i i think the more at peace like that's going to be work my whole life is is knowing that my language is my language and it's beautiful and profound regardless of who else validates it and i think as women too and we talked about this i think on your instagram as women i think we constantly are are or we're told it's it's an implicit bias that we need to be approved, validated, seen as correct, or as, you know, it's an, it's never enough syndrome, you know, and I think that's something my mom has and is continually has with her, you know, not being enough for her mom. And, you know, and when you feel like you're not worthy of the signs that you're getting, it's a hard place to be, Absolutely. you know, because it's such a wonderful thing that happens. And you're like, wait a minute, I don't deserve this. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's that's hard work to get through that. And I think that's where she is right now. Um, I think my mom is super intuitive. I've always thought that. Yeah. It's really interesting where I am in life right now in general, turning 40 myself, finding and kind of hitting my own stride as an entrepreneur and trusting myself more than ever. And actually looking at my kiddo and saying, okay, you know, she's going on 11 right now. Um, I want to impart wisdom to her that and skills to her because I see that she has so much of me and so much of her dad, like the best parts of both of us. And I know that she is going to take something and run with it, whatever it is, her own thing one day. And like, how do I impart that to her? Right. And I'm going to mix in a third part here. 
When I work with students in the Angel Reiki school, one of the biggest coaching pieces there is walking people through how to disarm themselves from completely attaching to their egoic mind and that fear and the what ifs and the doubts and really building confidence right in themselves and trusting in what they're seeing from the other side. So I think it's interesting because I just, I don't anticipate, you know, like what the message is going to be of each of these episodes. I just let spirit come in and bring through the message. But what I'm really hearing today from the angels is that the people listening today need to understand that if you feel self-doubt, if you feel within your head, like, am I making this up? know that you're not alone. We all feel that way too. And yeah. just the difference yeah. between people and really what I what I want to impart to my daughter and everybody listening here today is what I tell my Angel Reiki school students is what the angels say, all you have to do is keep going. So many people let their fear stop them that they don't even get started. So many people yeah. let their fear get in the way and so they quit early so many people let their fear get in the way or or they compare themselves to other people and they feel yeah. less than and so yeah. they stop in their tracks yeah also it's women in particular and i know this because i studied um i forget what the official term is but um the art like learning basically how people adults learn and women in particular i was listening to something about i think the it was like a, a founder of a girl girls in tech startup or something. And she was talking about how girls, like the difference between men and women or boys and girls rather just, just, and this is not a judgment. This is just a, an inherent uh, or implicit bias that we, that we are surrounded by. Right. So you'd have them go and start to type code. And after an hour, the, the little boys would have, you know, sheets and sheets of some good, some bad, some sideways. And most of the girls would have much less. And she studied this and then came to realize that the reason was because they kept erasing and redoing it and erasing and redoing it because it was not enough. That thought of, I need to learn everything before I can do, or mm -hmm. I need to be prepared before I can do. Yeah. Um, you know, how many times have you thought, like, especially if you're speaking to people who are just starting this, how many times have you seen something and dismissed it. And then someone brings up like exactly like for signs, for example, or if you're thinking about something and you don't say it because you think it's too wacky or whatever. And then someone says to you that exact thing. And you're like, I was going to say that. <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? And, and I didn't do it. And then, and then you think they don't believe you. And then you like, you go through this whole thing and it's like, because that's what it is. You don't think you just, um, actually Pat Longo says, deliver the mail and deliver it with grace. You know, it's, you're, you're basically a post person. So don't worry about what comes out of your mouth. You're like the post person's not worried about what's in the mail. Right. You know, right. It's just like here, you know, you can be whatever kind of mail person you want. You can be on like Geneva, you know, I know you've probably been on the mail boat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um so that's so fascinating, Carly, because one of the things that Spirit always talks about when I'm in the Angel Reiki school is, you know, just keep going, right? They tell students all the time, just keep going. If you don't quit, your angels are never going to quit on you. They're always going to be right there. They're always going to be advancing you further. Um, so as long as you don't quit, you're just going to keep 
going and becoming more and more and more successful at whatever it is that you want to do. Friend, if the idea of connecting to your angels and changing your life using your very own spiritual gifts sounds amazing and is deeply resonating with you today, I want you to go on my website and check out my angel membership. Registration is open. Sign up today and you'll get access to new course content and events each week and a private community. Members love how everything you need for your spiritual awakening is all in one place. Sign up today, angel membership. It's incredibly healing. Also, the winner of this month's free reading with me is in the show notes below. Leave a five-star positive review of my podcast or book, and you could be next month's winner. Lastly, check out the upcoming events page on my website, theangelmedium.com, because we have a lot of upcoming events that I know you're going to be interested in. Um, so I know you have a second story. Let's move over into you. Yeah. In 2000, so I mentioned to you, um, I used, or I still am, I guess, an actor, um, but I have a BFA in acting. Um, that's where I started and um, my career. And so I still have lots of friends in the industry. And I'm not going to mention them by name, but I, um, I have one in particular who's very successful, um, you know, was a headlining on Broadway. And during the pandemic, for my friends in New York, I mean, life, life, it, it, basically their entire, I always used to say that I left acting because you, you work two jobs, you get paid minimum wage for one, and then you have to go to meet, drink and meet people afterwards. So you're not getting <laughs> sleep either. <laughs> so, you know, and I just didn't want to live the lifestyle. I was feeling so negative about myself. So it takes an, a huge amount of resilience to be an actor you know, to live that life of people telling you you're not enough for reasons that are beyond your control all the time. Um, so combine that with everything shutting down on for theater, certainly, you know, but restaurants, which is, you know, the lifeblood of the service industry is also the lifeblood of the acting industry, because that's where you make money. And so literally everything you have has been shut down and has no prospects of reopening. You know, I have a, a couple of friends. One was a bass, uh, bass jazz musician. Uh, she's an actor and she worked at a Michelin star restaurant and it doesn't matter when there's a pandemic and everything shuts down, you know, and it's like, so anyway, that's, that's the scene. I think this was 2021. Um, but I'm not sure if it was 2020 or 2021. Um, so I had this dream, like an, a vivid dream, um, where I dreamt actually about Robin Williams. And I, he and I share a lot of things. He's an Episcopalian. And so I, I, I relate to him on that. He makes Episcopalian jokes. I had this dream where it was like goodwill hunting almost. That's how my, my brain pictured it. And we were all waiting to meet him. And we had like a whiteboard or something like that. And, and he walked in and he said, um, he and I got along and I was like, pleased as punch. I'm like, oh my gosh, he likes me. We're talking. He's laughing at my jokes. I forget what kind of jokes I made. I told my husband at the time, but 
something he then joked about and he's like, I don't know why all these actors are complaining that they're out of work because of a pandemic. That's the norm. Get back to work, guys. Let's go. You know, and it was like a joke that like, you know, everybody's talking about, oh, woe is me. Broadway is closed. You're never on Broadway anyway. Like you're all (laughs) you're working at, at a restaurant. So go find another job. Do what we've always done and move on. You know, and I woke up and I told my husband, I was like, wow, this was real. Like, whoa, I picture I can picture what he was wearing. So I'm telling my husband about this. And I think that maybe it's a it's a message for my friend um, who has just closed Broadway as a star of a, a leading role and now ha- is out of work next day. Um, so she goes from the person to, yeah, to like an actor does. That's that's the whole messed up nature of it. There's no there's no like highest achievement. There's no where you stay. I never even thought about that before. I, that I never even considered that. That must be so hard. Oh, just like just the personal resilience, the personal resilience of having to have the confidence, speaking of confidence in yourself, of you know having to know your worth beyond you know you go from press engagements, singing on Dancing with the Stars, you know touring the country, doing interviews about you know. She was um, in Beautiful, which is Carol King's musical. She was Carol. And she, you know, doing these interviews about this star and being the focus and all of the attention. And then it closed. And now she's in a new city. She's from Chicago. She moved to New York. She's in a new city. She's got to get a new agent. She's got to get a new community. And then this happens. And so, you know, so I thought this was for her just to make her laugh, you know. And so I delivered that to her. I was kind of like unsure about it, but whatever. So this happens fast forward nine months and I'm in a healing, you know, I finally got myself a a healing for Christmas and um, I'm talking to this healer and we're talking about religion or something. And I mentioned that I'm Episcopalian and I know that this person is Catholic and I'm like, oh, you know, we're the same. Just, I have half the amount of guilt you do. And she were laughing and, um, they were like, you should, you should be a stand-up comic. And I was like, oh no, you know, that's Robin Williams's joke. I can't take credit for that. We go through really what I get from the healing is listening, opening my mind. And, and one thing I'm working on right now is developing a symbol library. And that, that was something I really walked away with is sort of understanding that when you are getting messages, it's not going to be this like voice. It's like you create your own language with the universe. And so I'm thinking about this all day. And um, I'm in the shower that night and I'm just like trying to open my mind. I'm like, okay, what do I need to know? Like thinking about this in the library, what do I need to know? And I keep thinking about Robin Williams. And I'm, I'm like, I, what, this can't be like, this is ridiculous. It's not I, like, I can't, this can't be Robin Williams. Like, this is like bizarre, but it keeps popping in. I can't stop thinking about it. And then I think, okay, so there's someone close to me who's an addict who went to the same rehab as Robin Williams. And I'm like, okay, so maybe that's my symbol for this person or, or for addiction or for something. But anyway, I write it down because it keeps popping in. I'm like, maybe I should just get a biography. I should get like, like maybe there's something I need to know. Um, so I write it down and put it away. The next morning, I get alerts on my phone for new podcasts. Um, typically, honestly, it's you or it's you know our, uh, another podcast I'm listening to. Um, but that morning it was a different, um, it was a mediums podcast and 
I w- I hadn't thought about this one in a while. And I was like, I'm just, I'm taking this all too. You know, I did this, the ego and self-doubt thing. I'm like, this is like, this is just me looking for this now, you know, like calm down, Carly, <laughs> everything, everything's going to be okay. And everything means something, you know? And so I go through the day and I, at the end of the day, I'm running to, you know, a store to do an errand and I put on the podcast and I'm like ready for this profound message that I secretly think that is in there. And, um, I go through the whole episode and there's nothing like it doesn't relate to me. And I then, so, which is confirming my, my ego, right? I picture my ego as like a little Bichon Frise, like giving my ego all, all the validation. And I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Thank you. Because I'm sure there's something better on the way. You know, I'm sure there's some, there's a reason I did whatever I did. Thank you for what was, what didn't happen. Thank you for what did happen. You know, I'm trying to get back into this gratitude mindset and I'm pulling into my subdivision and there's an episode. I'm like, maybe I should do another episode. And I, I'm like, nah, you know, I don't, I don't know if I, if I want to start something right before I pull in, I decide to look at the episode title of the next episode is Broadway performer. Annalise gets a message of inspiration from legendary actor. Oh, shut up. And I'm, and I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way I'm thinking. And then I think to myself, I'm like bargaining. I'm like, well, if this is Robin Williams, then, and I'm thinking it's a long shot. I'm like, there's no way he's tied to Broadway. Like there's no, whatever, like, Mm-mm, this isn't. So I'm looking at, I'm like, I'm going to start it. And I'm so scared. Cause what if I don't get validated again? You know, like, what if, what if this is wrong? I'm just looking too far into it. It is the star of Mrs. Doubtfire, the mem- the musical. Oh my goodness. And this medium is channeling Robin Williams. Amazing. I'm thinking about it. Amazing. Right now. And thinking, I literally might like, my mouth mouth on the floor yes I was like like everybody talks about these moments that you get these huge like validations yeah and I was just like holy shit like what I mean I I you can't deny that right so it's I'm going through listening to this I'm getting you know I I don't know who to talk to about it because of course I'm you know I need the validation from other people but you know and then I start to try to talk to him in my mind and I'm getting like jokes, honestly. And <laughs> I like I, I I'm getting, you know, thinking, you know, what does this mean? And looking at, you know, my my um I was looking at a lighting fixture that was um hanging and I heard birdcage in my mind. Yeah. Um, because that's the movie that he was in. And like, you know, I'm just laughing. I'm walking around the house laughing and feeling great. I moved forward, right? And he told the feedback he gave the actress was like, you gotta laugh more. You gotta like this. You gotta, this could be funnier. Like it could be a little funnier. And, um, (laughs) so she's like laughing at that. And I'm like, God, this is weird. Am I, is he like one of my, like, he can't be one of my guides. And then I'm thinking, okay, I'm making him really special right now. Like just another person, you know, but at the same time, like trying to reconcile this. So I'm reading his biography. I keep reading his biography and trying to think of like, what else, you know, I'm supposed to know. I have ADHD. He is ADHD. And it's talking about his sort of creative mind and my, you know, my, that's some, that's a big thing in my life. Um, and so, you know, that was validated. He's from Julie. We're both from Illinois. He's from Lake Forest. Oh, I didn't Illinois. know that. Yeah. Me wow. either. Wow. I grew up in Lake Forest. I live in Libertyville. It's the town over. Seriously. 
That's amazing. And I'm thinking like, it's just a bunch of validation, right? And so then fast forward to, I'm talking to you on Instagram live and I happened to, um, I've happened to just told um, someone in my soul circle, someone I'm, who I am walking through, she just sort of is starting to awaken. Right. Um, and you're telling me you've got people behind you that you need to help. And I'm like, it's so interesting that you need, you say that. Cause I'm just started working with this person, not like formally anything, but just as a you know friend. So I had, I had not, he hadn't talked to me in a while, right? I wasn't getting like that profound connection talking to him. So I'm talking to you and um, we're, we're talking about, I think, just how to stay in oneness and how to, I try too hard. That's my MO is like, I, I, I need to be too much. And I had been thinking recently that I think the purpose of Robin Williams being in my, or Robin, I guess, being in my thoughts or that whole thing is to tell me to take this journey lightly to laugh, that to have fun and to be joyful about it. And after talking to you, I'm talking to my friend who immediately, she, she never watches Instagram live. She got a push notification. She doesn't have her push notification set. She's watching this live as we're talking about it. I had no idea she was going to hear it. And she goes, you told my story about how I thought I was pregnant. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't think you'd listen to it. You know, and so we're, oh, we're going back and forth. <laughs> it's like I don't think she listens to angels and you know, like I, like it's a niche audience, you know, like yeah. it's, it's you know, and and it's a wonderful audience, by the way, yeah. you yeah. know. But I I don't assume that, that she's you know this is not the type of person that I thought would be listening to or watching our Instagram live on a what Tuesday night, Wednesday night, um, Wellness Wednesday. So it was a Wednesday night, and so she's like, ah, oh, that was so amazing, and we're talking about it, and I'm putting the the um. I'm telling her, you know, she was like, it's like your Robin Williams thing. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, I, I just, I'm going to be on her podcast and talking about this too. And I think that really he is, was there or, or is there or whatever, just to remind me to, to laugh and yeah. to keep things light. And so, so I, this is the, the end of this is I walk into my kid's bedroom. It's a movie night. And I'm going through the movies on Netflix and they see happy feet too. And I'm, I click on it and it's his character singing a song about love. Mm. Wow. Yeah. See, this is it. This is how they put it all together for us. A couple of different things. One is I was in meditation pretty early on when I started this work. And one day, um, Sylvia Brown came in and mm -hmm. I'm like, Sylvia, what are you doing here? And she goes, I'm part of your spirit team. And I'm like, no fucking way. Right? Like, yeah. amazing. this is amazing. Right. And right. I've talked to other people before who are like, well, Wayne Dyer steps in for me or these other people from the other side. What's happening with this is that um, your soul is omnipresent on the other side. You can be split into as many different places as you need to be, just like the air surrounds everything here. You can be anywhere all at once and everywhere all at once. So. I do believe that Robin Williams is still doing a lot of work with Earth Realm here 
and that it's not just spiritual teachers who have passed that you can connect with their energy it's anybody um there are mediums out there who just channel celebrities from the other side or musicians from the I other side. yeah yeah so i do believe that that is real what you can understand though is that some of them come in every once in a while some of them are part of your spirit team like sylvia brown is she's got a place she's got a seat at my spirit team table she's there all the time wayne dyer will actually step in once in a while but i don't see him every single time i see my spirit team does that make sense yeah yeah. yes so robin williams might be one of those for you who steps in every once in a while yeah Um, i think that's how it i think that's how it is i think it's like it's like uh when I need to be reminded to take myself less seriously. Yeah. Um, that's when I typically will see, hear, laugh. It's a gift. It really is. It makes, it reminds me that like joy is it, you know, it's that boyish quality of, you know, Peter Pan is also a big thing of mine too. Well, that's interesting that you say that because Gabrielle is a huge part of your spirit team, Archangel Gabrielle, and also the Seraphim, particularly Seraphina. So I saw that you had the book and you, you've got all of your notes in my book, you know, like um, in front of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Has it helped you develop your, your symbol dictionary going through? Yeah. So I'm trying to, what's interesting is I, I typically follow the rules of books and that was what I was going to do. It's like, it's so delicious to me to just have a, like a thing that I need to do. And I started it that way. And then I just sort of like, I dealing with this this Robin stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go and, and flip through and see what's interesting to me because I don't need to, this doesn't need to be too, like school for me. It is school, but it needs to be fun and it needs to be something I want to do and not something that I feel like I have to do. So I, I flipped through and I went through and I started to get to the angels because, you know, I was doing, and I went back to oneness, by the way. Um, so I'm, I'm just going back and forth between <laughs> for what, and, and I'm getting what I need, right? So I'm, I'm reading a oneness chapter and it mentions Serafina. And I'm like, who's that? Like, I have no, you know, I know big angels, Gabriel, um, angel, Archangel Gabriel, you know, I'm a communications major and I feel that makes sense to me. I had, but I had never heard of Seraphim, Seraphina. And I flipped to that page and I can't tell you what it says because I don't have it right in front of me, but it's, I'm reading about it. And you're talking about people who you were healing and you felt angel wings on them, but they're not angels. They're just meant to be, here to help people. And I mean, I've told people, I've told C-suite executives, my purpose in life is to love people. They've looked at me like I'm nuts. That is truly what I feel. And not in a way that everybody should love each other, but in a way that I am, I am a champion for love in a way that not many people I know are. It's not a a better or worse thing. It's just like, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. And I was reading through this and I'm, you know, at the end, you say, there's like a line that's like, Serafina says to tell you, if you've got the chills right now, this is you. And I had literally, I was like, oh my God, like I'm <laughs> literally reading this. Like I'm reading this. I'm like wondering, I'm like, is my air conditioning on? Like, I'm like trying to see like where the fan is. Like I've got my candle in front of me. I'm like, is this, I'm like, I'm in the basement. Is this just me being cold? And you're like, Serafina says to say, if you feel the chills right now, this is you. Another sort of jaw dropping moment where I'm just happened to be reading um, right. But yes. So this is an example of how I get what I need. I'm learning. I didn't know she exists 
but now it's so clear to me that this is who this is. And, you know, and I, w- I keep thinking about her and, and the seraphim in general and, and because love is a big thing, right. With, with, yeah, that's like the a big. That's clear. I mean, clearly, right? I I, <laughs> it's in all of your. Yeah, you've got like three signs behind you. Yeah, well, and someone told me I love your Valentine's Day display, and I was like, oh, girl, this is three sixty five. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, me too. Let's see on this side. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is just general. Like it's it's nice. I love Valentine's Day, but you know. It, but anyway, so that's how that helped me is to identify that. And you know what? I just realized the other day when I'm meditating, I keep seeing eyes mm-hmm. and I was like, and I think I'm like, is this like a reflection of my retina? Like I'm trying to think of like why I'm seeing eyes. And I saw something, I was reading something about like six eyes or, mm-hmm. um, cause the there's a six wings things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, Oh, I'm just staring at this angel. Amazing. And that's how, that's how the book is helping me. I, I, I you know, sit in, I read about, I learn about angels and you're right. You have to do one at a time. You have to do, you know, sort of let them in. I do it actually. I do, I read one day and then I reread the next day and then, um, journal. Good. So like, I'm familiar with it and then like, let it sink in instead of doing one a day, but it's so helpful in just getting a landscape Mm -hmm. for angel work in particular. You know, I feel like there's no go-to guide and that's the way it should be, but I'm interested in angels. I feel very connected to angels. I feel very connected to love. I feel like this really resonates with me and it helps me to sort of put a path to that without Googling, without wondering about sources, you know? Yeah, a hundred percent. I love that. And I love that you're pulling all of that information together and building your own sign dictionary. That's so perfect. It's actually funny because you mentioned chicken soup for the soul. And yeah. one of your podcasts, um, and I gave her. Um, there's an angel one of that, and so I gave her that the other. And like literally, you mentioned it like that day, which was pretty profound. Um, That's amazing. She, she needs right now validation after validation after validation, and it's not in a way that's necessarily directly. We talked about this earlier to bring it full circle. To know that you're not alone. To know that this is not something that you are feeling weird about alone. That you are feeling you know, like couldn't, could be real, couldn't be real, but you're seeing all this stuff and you're confused and there's no go-to and there's no society. Like it's not the norm, right? you know, that's, that's what, what these stories are so important for is to, to know that this is real. I do. I totally agree with you because it's part of raising the vibration here. We can't raise the vibe like vibration is one piece of it. What people don't understand is the soul is vibrational frequency, but it's also thought consciousness, the thought consciousness of the intuition. And you can't just work on one. You have to work on both simultaneously. And so the validation piece comes in to work on that egoic mind and and the thought piece as well and so when you have those i do think it is you're totally right like just um just i love being a tool you know that they can work through yeah. in order yeah. to bring the message that needs to come out at this totally time. yeah and help people with i i was telling her there's two sides there's the spiritual side and then there's a the practical side because you need therapy right you need therapy to heal the wounds that you've had if they're real you know 100 there's also a connection for spirituality, right? That, and they're two different things. You can have them both at the same time. Yeah. 
Oh, 100%. Well, and there's new scientific data that actually shows that having the spiritual peace while going through therapy has a completely different outcome for people than those who don't connect to spirituality going through therapy. I totally believe that. Mm-hmm. It's, let, it's, it's letting, it, letting it in. I have it like, let light in, let light shine. Mm. <laughs> That's what I have on my board right now. Oh, well, Carly, you're such a, a beautiful soul. Thank you so much for being yeah. here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for your work, Julie. I'll talk to you. Uh, well, I'll see you around. Yes, you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are sitting around you now, who's connecting with you, and how they're supporting you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a virtual session. You can do a reading with me or a member on my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the best they can to support you and guiding you to the life you want to live. Virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website, never, never, never offered on social media, only offered on theangelmedium.com. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn energy healing, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and business mastery skills. That's the Angel Reiki School. You can find more information on theangelmedium.com or DM me over on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions you have. Friends, before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hand on your heart, taking a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love in front of you. I want you to step into that love in front of you. And I want you to feel it as it fills your body, your chakras, and your auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? and open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you. 